gollies. Back to Brooke and Benani. Just the two of us this week. What a pleasure it was to have Izzy, our very first guest last oh, week, joining us. Melt my heart. Did you enjoy our conversation? Do you know, I think what a lesson in how difficult it is to interview. Mm-hmm. Izzy didn't make it difficult. Izzy was the best person in the whole wide world to talk to. She's so smart. Yes. And her voice is so soothing. So soothing. Um, But... Like asking just one question at a time, your brain wants to run so far ahead. My brain was stuttering. I was glitching, malfunctioning. It was a lot. <laughs> and it, it's a big subject matter as well and oh, something that we're new. not necessarily well versed in. So I hope that as we go through the pod evolution, we can continue to have some of these big, expansive conversations in just a really safe way. We, we're all learning. We're learning. The pod we talked about this when we were drunk in episode one. <laughs> it's it's a nice mix of this week all we have to talk about is shit. Yep. And last week all we had to do was learn about something really scary in a way that I feel more confident making better moves. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing what to look out for, knowing how to like even start conversations as well. Buy less. And how liberating because we're all competing with each other. Yes. And everything's, you know, a get ready with me video, get dressed with me video, or it's an Instagram story and it's at this place wearing this thing and the Europe shopping I've loved, but it's stressful to watch and I can't keep up and participate. Oh my gosh. The Europe mania. I, I'm overwhelmed. I feel as it's been especially bad the last couple of weeks on TikTok. Oh, it's bad. And do you think it's always been like this or is TikTok making us feel like the hamster wheels intensified with the Euro spam? I think we're in a post COVID catch up. I would say that there's a large number of people who have holidays that were booked that were cancelled that they're now catching up on mm. and so they've been potentially stash and cash potentially on top of their credit so yes. now it's just live large mechanized scorpios let's go yeah they knew it was coming so they've been planning but i do feel like there are people that went last year who have gone again this year everyone's buying brand new wardrobes for for the trip and the whole buying a wardrobe uh, for the trip my favorite things that i own are from europe Things that you've purchased over there. Yes. I want the emptiest suitcase. And I don't want to... Look, don't get me wrong. A Zara in Europe can be chef's kiss. Zara in Australia could never. I cannot. Yeah. But it's like in Greece, you can get cute little handmade sandals. Mm. And they might be 50 bucks. Yeah. And you're not going to get that here. And it's so nice to be like, oh, I just picked these up in Greece. These old things. These old things. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't get that just kind of shopping locally. So I think that's really nice to do. And that's a nice souvenir of your trip as well. Yes. And you then know. you keep them. And mm-hmm. so back to Izzy's whole thing. This is what I feel like I took from it. Buy things, keep them, use them. And then don't buy things when you don't need to. Yeah. You really don't need... A new beach cover-up to go to Europe. Especially if you've already got one, you know? like <laughs> Take it off and get in the water. How many beach cover-ups do you need? How many sandals do you need? How many raffia beach bags do you need? It is difficult. And I don't want to be a hypocrite because I do feel like last summer, Australian summer, mm. I did need new sandals. Yes. <laughs> in an assortment of colors. You needed a few sandal I want options. an Oran 
yeah. acquisition journey. Yeah, yeah. But those were things that you did need and you wear them. <laughs> You're so supportive. You wear them quite a lot. I'm where I'm getting max, max so relaxo, max use yeah. for a lifetime. Yeah, life. for me, I think it's just, it's fueling this narrative around overconsumption and also just kind of, I don't know, I hate the word FOMO, but I, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? The Jonesies. How my am would, I not? My mom would be, my mom would have heaps to say about this. Yeah, they keep up with the Jonesies. How am I not on an <laughs> eight-week vacation with a suitcase full of netaporter? I don't know. I do have some numbers of some older gentlemen, if you would like. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate times, potentially. No, and I remember when I went to Europe, I did a trip when I was, I don't know, 21, and I did take out a loan to go and that really screwed me financially for years to come so yeah i just hope that people are sort of not getting to the spiral keeping up with the joneses and looking out for everyone going above their means i think there's just a bit of a reality check to be had that not everybody can do this every time and you don't that's okay also like bring back the what are they called hostel the hostel, you reckon? And they do like pub crawls. <laughs> I don't know if you could do them over the age of thirty, but they they do they do like club crawls, and it's like the cheapest thing. And you just go with this group of people. We're probably too old now, but yeah. Look, if you can, you should. Is you can... what I want to say on that matter. Yeah. And also, if you're out there and you're feeling like I'm broke, or I'm stretching myself, and I need people that I can hang out with when I'm broke. Call me. Yeah, we, we're still managing to have fun. A Brisbane winter has got to bring to it. I just love like a bottle of wine at home or a little walk. We did a walk. I hate walking. I was yeah. talking to someone yesterday. And <laughs> she they said, complained the whole time. My body is not built for walking. Yeah. And there was just this like, how is that physically possible? But it is. It is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, but I'll do it because it's free. Yeah. I thought we had a really nice, nice walk. And we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I just probably need to go see like a physio. <laughs> yeah, you might want to get checked out. Um, in other, I guess, news this week, New York Housewives finally launched. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I haven't actually checked it out yet, but Nolsey Knowles has. You know What's I the verdict? It. How do you like the new cast? And should I be starting to watch it this evening? I'm actually excited now. Okay. You know I was a skeptic. I was a skeptic last week on sustainability. I was skeptic <laughs> on the week before on the housewives. Yeah. No, I was like, how what is life without Ramona? Just yeah. And drunk Luan. Well, drunk Luan is sober now, so we've moved on. The new housewives. It's back to being aspirational. Yeah. They're all like fashion girlies. Yeah. They're all actually rich. Well, it seems that way. And, you know, gosh, um, Sonia's <laughs> never-ending mortgage woes. Like, oh, no. We didn't need that. Now we've got cool chicks doing cool things with money and beautiful outfits. And it feels like real-life sex in the city. And I think it's going to make for great reality TV. Okay. Okay. So it's almost like we've hit reset on these played out storylines. There was drama after drama after drama. We've just kind of hit reset on the show. New cast. It's filling there fresh. There drama. It's brewing. And I love some of the personalities that are coming out already. Mm. 
I'm excited. Um, okay, so I'm going to give that a crack. We're going to get into Housewives. Yes. The other thing that's come to my attention this week is that it has been 20 years. Let that number sink in. 20 years since Hilary Duff released her song, So Yesterday. So Yesterday. Alana's going to sing. How has it been 20 years since we were watching Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire. The Lizzie McGuire movie. Lizzie McGuire goes to Paris. That Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, and the and the con artist. <laughs> I know. I know. Ethan Clarke. The drama. Oh. Bless. Bless. I loved, so I loved Lizzie McGuire. Coming Clean or Come Clean or whatever the song is about. Great song. Let the rain fall down. That was the Lady Gaga version that I just magically (laughs) somehow. (laughs) It's, I still play it. I love it. Mm. Um, And I've loved that she has made a return and is so successful in that TV show. Yes. With the one. Younger. Yes. Yeah, that's such a great show. Oh, I think that's finished now. But it is. It was great. It was great. It was a great six seasons while it lasted. But yeah, I really don't have a lot to add to the conversation other than it has been 20 years. Okay, and that's all you wanted to showcase. Well, let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes there are these kind of like moments that happen in pop culture that make you just realize, wow, time flies. Yeah, well... Yeah. I was brought to my attention today that um, the last time Britney Spears toured in Australia was 2009. 2009? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It, what is happening with Britney? Is she okay? I, I can't go there. No, it's... Not a safe space. It's not a safe space. I have tried to... I've tried... <laughs> I've tried reaching out to her. <laughs> <laughs> she never replies to my DMs. No, it, it's crazy, and there's so many conspiracies, and you can get really get down a rabbit hole with it like, on TikTok. Is it even Britney now? That's my favorite conspiracy. Well, everyone's yes. saying it's AI, and then there's all these glitch videos where like freckles disappear, and then they're like, see, it's not Britney. No, they literally think it's another human. Yeah, right. Because like the gap in her teeth is different, and her—I don't know. Anywho, oh, TikTok, TikTok rabbit holes. Speaking of TikTok rabbit holes. <laughs> live for you as the pod coordinator this is the best thank you you just can i'm just a passenger on this (laughs) stefan stefan uh girl dinner have you heard about this trend i have not okay let me let me read you a little excerpt from a new york times article oh okay It'll get to TikTok in a moment, but first we start with New York Times. So this was a opinion piece published earlier this week. It's 90 degrees outside and you're too hot and exhausted from a long day of work to cobble together a proper meal. Luckily, you're home by yourself. No kids, no roommates, no partners, and therefore you can eat whatever you want for dinner without having to consider the food preferences or nutrition needs of others. You grab a bag of popcorn, a glass of wine, some bread, some cheese, a hunk of chocolate, and you settle into the couch for a night of snacking and watching TV. Is there anything more glorious? Welcome to girl dinner. So this is a trend that's taken off on TikTok in the last week. Over 30 million um, views on girl dinner hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially we're talking about aesthetically pleasing Lunchables. The weird stuff that you cobble together when you're alone. It's no effort. The quote here is no preparation, just vibes. Girl dinner is both chaotic and filling. And it's the weird stuff that you eat when you're alone. Girl dinner is both chaotic and <laughs> filling. Jesus. What are you having if you're having a girl dinner? A girl dinner. I am very partial to a box of jats and, you know, a little bit of hummus. 
I'm not putting them on a plate though. I'm just straight out of the box, straight out of the tub. Yeah. I'm nibbling at an olive out of the fridge maybe. Yeah. And like a little bit of a bag of cheese. Yeah. A little spoon of like a Biscoff paste <laughs> or a peanut butter. Just whatever the kind of the vibe takes me. Because you threw me when you said aesthetically pleasing because that's not yes. – if I'm at home by myself, I'm eating things that like – uh, nostalgic to my childhood yes and no one in my household is interested in i'm having a tinned fish a tinned fish yeah you know i like a smoked muscle is it oyster. straight from the tin it is from the tin i drain it i wipe the residual off the edge because that always happens i've never managed to do a successful clean drain yeah i've got a cracker i might even have you know my obsession with kimchi there'll be a kimchi yep just the open jar. Here's I'm my... sitting in front of the TV with just multiple jars. Okay, so there's no plates involved no one in your girl's dinner. I like to eat my dinner by myself with chopsticks. No matter what the cuisine? Correct. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just adds a little... <laughs> little picky bit. I feel like I'm dining out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dining out through my can of smoked mussels <laughs> and my bag of cheese. Also, it slows me down because when you're by yourself, all kind of etiquette goes out the window i can have etiquette in the right condition yeah yeah by myself is not that i'm and there are safe spaces i mean like different family members like your best friend you can be pretty rogue you can be pretty feral yeah but there's nothing like being alone and having a meal of your favorite picky bits Doing that and then like plucking rogue hairs, cutting your nails. Yeah, there's definitely a little bit of like a nail scissor involved <laughs> in my ideal girl dinner. <laughs> a bit of a tweezer. <laughs> Maybe even like you sit on the sink afterwards to really get close to the mirror. Home alone behavior is so niche. It's so niche. It's so do niche. Do men do that? I'm not sure. Like men home alone... I feel like they're just laying down watching a show. And I find that men are never home enough as much as women are. Women want to be at home by themselves. If there's an opportunity, I'm taking it. And what is boy dinner? I'm not sure because like in my experience, it's still a cooked meal with an adequate amount of nutrition. It's all on a plate and it's fairly normal. It's got to have chicken in it. There's chicken, there's steak, like there's some (laughs) sort of, there's a protein. I think boy dinner is takeaway yeah right. yeah i'm thinking it's gonna be something that we wouldn't think to get like nando's yeah yeah <laughs> red rooster yeah i'm not getting that yeah no myself. i'm never ordering kfc alone okay i've yeah. definitely gotten a chicken tender by myself. <laughs> it's like when i've done i've done the very generous oh i'll drop everyone to the gather to watch some sporting activity yeah and then i'm driving home via the kfc at the gather <laughs> On the odd occasion where I am home alone and I go to the trouble of making a meal, and I did this recently, I cooked up a pizza salmon, I had my (laughs) rice that I microwaved because I'm no good at cooking rice, I had a bit of salad, I had a bit of dressing, and I thought, wow, this is beautiful, (laughs) this is a beautiful balanced meal, I can't believe I've cobbled this together. And I ate it and I felt so dissatisfied because I knew that I could have had... Crackers. Crackers. I could have just had crackers, cheese, whatever stuff is in my fridge. And you deserved it. And I could have stood at the fridge without having to even put it on a plate. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. Judgment, so unnecessary. So unnecessary. And great when you have a dog too. Because if you drop, if you drop a little cracker, <laughs> you drop a little cheese, you don't even have to pick it up when it's golden up. Yeah, Chewy's a big fan of yeah. the golden up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I check with you? So have you seen the trend that is currently going of the the cottage cheese and mustard? Is that a girl dinner or is that just a diet fad? Um, Tell me about cottage cheese and mustard. Okay, so... <clears throat> Everybody is doing it. <laughs> There's <laughs> apparently a lady who promotes that her diet to maintain her weight or lose weight or whatever she did to get to where she is was a chicken and apple sausage mm-hmm. dipped in cottage cheese and mustard, like American yellow mustard. Are we are we talking just a regular she just cooks sausage. sausage? She cooks yeah. it singular sausage. Well, I don't know if there's two. Okay, she's got a sausage. She's got raw Brussels sprouts. Oh, she's got. A whole cucumber. She doesn't even cut it up. She just dips it in cottage cheese and mustard and bites it. She's got a carrot. She's got strawberries. She says that they're not dipped in cottage cheese and mustard. But you can see on the plate that the fucking strawberry is touching the cottage cheese. And then it goes in her mouth. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then what else does she have? Oh, these hearts of palm. Have you ever had a heart of palm? No. It's like a vegetable. Like an artichoke? Like an artichoke. Good for you. Okay. And they say you have to buy the jarred ones, not the tinned ones, and now no one can find these hearts of palm. Yeah. And you've got to dip them in cottage cheese and mustard. Is the cottage cheese and the mustard mixed together, or is she having a blob of cottage cheese and a blob of mustard? That's a very important point to make. Yes. So she's got them kind of next to each other, kind of on top of each other, but not mixed through. She's just kind of like jabbing... (laughs) And she scoops, but if everything falls off, she just has, like, what looks like milk on the sausage. Because the cottage cheese is, like, milk. But it, it's runny. You've seen it, right? Uh, is there cutlery involved? No. This is bizarre. And she eats them in her car out of a container. And is like, Brussels sprout, cottage cheese, and mustard. And bites it. And then she's like, sausage, cottage cheese, and mustard. It's, it's nuts. That so is that, nuts. I want a girl dinner to be either desperate, I refuse to leave my house and I refuse to order Uber Eats, I'm getting whatever I can find, mm-hmm. or a naughty assortment of my favorite, your favorite bits. filthy fetish foods yep. that no one else likes. Yep. And they're not touching either. No one's touching. Nothing's touching. No. Keep it separate. I have Keep it clean. a strong tism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Girl dinner. Yeah. I'm not... Probably going to try cottage cheese and mustard anytime soon. But, yeah, there you go. I wouldn't expose my girl dinner. I'm, like, anxious. I need yeah. to go digging on the on the webs and yeah. see what people are eating. I like that other people expose themselves and you don't feel so alone. Yeah, because I thought I... You to be honest, special. I thought I was special. Yeah, you did. But, you know, according to 30 million people <laughs> on TikTok... We're all doing it. We're just not talking about it. No one's alone. No. Does that mean other people pick their nose? Yeah, I think they do. Yes, I think they do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I went on a little trip on the weekend. I saw this. Yep, I went down to Sydney. I did some very good eating in Sydney. You been eating? (laughs) Been eating. This was absolutely no girl dinners involved. We did some tasting menus. I had the best meal of my life at a place called Sixpenny. Uh We were there for probably six hours and it was incredible course after course champagne wine we just had a beautiful time the romance was shining yeah it was so great um another couple of places that i checked out that i loved uh ap bakery 
if you're in Sydney, you need to get yourself down to AP Bakery because it was the best bakery food I've had in my you entire life. a sandwich life. or I a had, pastry? I had on one day a Danish mm. and on the next day I went back to their other location though and I had a chicken sandwich and it was the best sandwich of my life. Yum. Yep, yep. So AP Bakery and Six Penny are my hot tips from Sydney. I love that. Yep. I'm traveling this week. So you are. I've got a favorite sandwich place. Okay. Is this, this is Melbourne, right? You're going to Melbourne? I'm going to Melbourne. I go to this place um, for a Reuben for breakfast. Breakfast Reuben. Breakfast Reuben. <laughs> you don't believe in breakfast foods though. You're you're not a bacon and eggs girl. You're at eat whatever you feel like at brekkie. I will eat. Um, or I'll eat a bacon and egg burger and yeah. it has to be cooked a certain way. So yeah. I only get it from one place. Uh, but yes, I like I like leftover Thai food for breakfast. I'll have leftover spaghetti for breakfast. I will make myself a pack of noodles for breakfast. Yep. I'm not interested in like a yogurt or just no. eggs or not. You know, oh, I'm, I don't have anything for breakfast like I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're hungry. Um, I'm eating. So tell me about this Reuben place. Where is it? Where Where do the listeners need to go if they're in Melbourne for the best sandwich? Because I've told them about Sydney, so maybe there's a bit of a... I know, you're going to have to... Interstate challenge. I'm going to have to come back to you. Yeah. Let me find... I'll dig a photo out. Yeah. I'll go down there. Yeah. I want to say it's got to be in Hawthorne because that's that's where I'm doing my things. Okay. Well, you can tell us all about it next week when you're you're back from your trip. All right. Um, I hope you don't have (laughs) the drama on the flight that I had. Well, well, well. I can't do drama on flights, so... I'm scared, but I want to know what happened. Yeah. Okay. So the fellow in front of me, and I'm going to start like getting on my high horse now, but it's an hour flight to Sydney, in my opinion, and I don't believe this is unreasonable. You're not reclining to the fullest recline setting on an hour flight. No. And what you're traveling during the day. You're traveling during the day. It was like a 2 p.m. flight, 3 p.m. flight. Mate, read the paper. Yeah. What are you doing? So the fellow in front of me fully reclined. I I reach around, tap him on the shoulder. Excuse me, sir. Like, would you mind putting your seat forward? Like, I'm just a bit crushed. I'm in a with long legs. Yeah. And he just flew off his rocker. Because he was tired. He was not having a bar of it. How old is this guy? Oh, I w- he had a young, young sort of family as well. So I reckon so he like was like mid-30s, late 30s. The atrocity. He went off at you. Went off at me on the flight. And I just, I was just kind of stunned, lost for words. <laughs> and so, you know, when I had to get up to go to the bathroom about 15 minutes later, I was, was not careful. I know what you see. Mm. Anyway, he starts screaming at me in the middle of the aisle. And it was <laughs> such a scene. I have never been so mortified. Oh, my God. Yes. Thankfully, the the, the um, air hostesses were – air hostesses? Air flight attendants? Yeah, attendants. Flight attendants yeah. were so beautiful and so lovely. Did you say lovely. something back? Like, are you in a biff? <sighs> Look, I did. I said something. I said <laughs> – <laughs> I said, what is the problem? What is your problem? What is your problem? Like, it's an hour flight. Anyway, he he just really had, a, he had something to say. He had he a big He was by go. himself yelling at you? He, well, his wife was also on the flight and she was pregnant. <laughs> what? And she, she got up because she wasn't feeling well. They put a page out over the flight. <laughs> 
for a doctor or a nurse to come. And so she's being seen to by medical professionals at the back while he's screaming at me for bumping his seat. He's just dogged his wife to pick a fight with you. Yeah, I couldn't believe. Um, If I was, if we're flying together and I'm having a medical emergency and you're sitting in your seat trying to snooze and pick fights with people, we're not friends anymore. Like, I'm oh pretty upset. Gosh. Yeah, so it was pretty crazy. Anyway... It all culminated in this poor woman being wheelchaired off the flight and taken to an ambulance. So it was dramatic. It was extremely... He's just laying down. He's just laying down. Yep. And what did the air hosties say? Oh, they were so so sweet and they were on my side because they kind of seen it all go down and they, they were just really lovely. They actually gave me a bottle of wine as I was getting off the plane. Oh my gosh. So... Terrible. I'm really hoping that you have a much smoother trip and you know, no drama. So I have one. I have one flight. I have one way ticket. Shall I say in the correct way? Um, and I get really anxious before I go. Every time, I know exactly where I'm going. I'm going to see my family, see my friends. Like there's nothing. I'm not going to Europe. <laughs> I'm going to Melbourne. Um, but I get super anxious. I don't know why. And then when I get there, I know that I want to stay forever. I yeah. never want to go home. I'm getting so the much swing fun. of things. I'm like yeah. going to the office in Melbourne. I've got my little routine of where I get coffee. I'm doing different things every night. I'm having wine with my friends. And then today, thinking about going, I'm like, okay, so I'll book a flight back like in three days' time and I'll just quickly go and quickly come home. And this is why I've stopped booking my flight home because I need to just – Assess the situation. Force myself to like relax and have a little fun. Yeah. But if someone yells at me on a flight and I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm probably just sitting in the toilet. Just crying. And it's two hours. Yeah, no, it's no good. If someone yells at me and I'm with someone, I'm probably like, (laughs) excuse you, weirdo, you pervert. Sit up, you pervert. (laughs) Um. Is this anxiety around flying? Is do you think it's a post-COVID thing? Because yes. I I felt it too when I was packing and trying to get out of my house the other day. Just yes. this apprehensive for no energy reason. for no it's reason. It's not about COVID. It's not about sickness. It's literally about like not going anywhere for so long and now mm. feeling like what the hell? How do I go somewhere? It's such a big deal these days. Such a big deal to go somewhere. Also, I know. I'm scared of like being detained. Have you been detained before? Thankfully not. Okay. I've been detained twice. <laughs> oh, wow. Not domestically, though. Once because, no, um, once overseas and once leaving the country because I didn't have my Australian passport when I left Australia and I also didn't have a visa. So I left How on my... How did they leave you out, let you out of the country? Well, like I have my other passport. Oh, okay. Yeah. You've got two. I got my other one. So I left with that one and I was like, it's fine. My Australian passport hasn't arrived yet. It's coming. Yeah. And they're like, we can't do this. So I was detained for hours. It was a whole thing by immigration. Mm-hmm. They let me go. They're like, just know you can never come back to Australia without a visa. And I was like, cool. See ya. I'll yeah. be back in six months. The least of your worries at that point in time. <laughs> I'm not worried. And then I forgot my passport when I was flying in the US, like from one US city to another. I left my bag in New York. I flew to LA. Yeah. And I didn't, I had my Queensland driver's license mm-hmm. and they had to look it up in this book of licenses. They've got like a worldwide book of licenses. Really? And they can like cross-reference Anyway, it was a whole thing. I was detained for ages. I was strip searched. I had this lady's hands down my pants. She was shimmying about. I was shimmying about. 
They tip your whole bag out. It's like, and you're barefoot and your belt's off and you're like, <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. I've been through it with them. But they were like reasonable given it's America and I was an alien with no passport. Yeah, right. I don't, that being barefoot in the airport, wow. Because when I was coming through security out of Sydney airport, no. If you're wearing knee-high boots now, which I was, you've got to take them off. How are you traveling in knee-high boots? Well, I'd been, I'd just been to lunch. They were comfortable boots. And if you're traveling, you're wearing, sorry, if you're not packing them. You're no, wearing them on the plane. They're my heaviest shoes that I was taking. Do I need to take knee-high boots? I think so. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely. But just um, don't wear them through airport security because they made me take them off and I was barefoot and I felt violated. <laughs> I am taking a new pair of shoes. Oh, okay. What shoes? Is this a wreck? Not sure yet. Let's stay tuned. Okay. Um, again. What have you bought? Similar to what you say, I've been wanting these for a really long time. Yep. I've got to break them in though. I'm a bit nervous. I've got to wear like a stocking or a sock or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought a loafer. Yep. And we've been shopping for the loafer that would suit my style for like what two winters at least two winters i would say i really was attached to prada for a while they didn't vibe on yeah my feet. the backless newell ones the backless they were trendy for a minute but i feel like if you're going to buy a loafer you want a classic if i was going to buy a backless loafer we both know it was going to be the hermes one i yep. think it's so chic but it's a bit femme in terms mm. of it's like a narrow and it's not super chunky yeah with I that think junk, we found... chunky style yeah, but then some of the Pradas were too chunky, and we found the perfect... Some of the Pradas time. were, like, Wednesday Adams energy, which I don't think is your style. And I... No, and it's not a forever item, and yeah. I do think that when you're going to spend, like, over $1,000 on a pair of shoes, you should be able to wear it for a while, and I also think we're not doing trends, and I think Izzy would be proud of us. Yeah. So I bought the Dior loafer oh they are beautiful they are lovely i think they're a nice like schoolgirl slash a little chunky slash can wear with a trouser yeah can wear with a dress dress it up dress it down we'll see how do you feel have you worn them oh have you worn them yet so I how did you them, go styling them i wore them to the pub yep the day that i got them just to like why not yep just take them for a test drive. Take them for a test drive. New wheels out for a spin. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was for an hour. Um, yep. And I wore them with like white socks and my denim dad jorts. Yeah. It's the trouble with loafers. I find the really firm leather. Yeah. It is going to take a bit of commitment. <sighs> so if you are going to take them on your trip, maybe just wear them to a dinner or something where you're not doing a lot of walking for the first couple of outings. And I do think that in a stocking... They will be easier to get through, but you've yeah. got to wear them with a sock to really soften them up. Yeah, come prepared with a couple of band-aids. Do you have any wrecks? Um, any wrecks? Any wrecks? I have been on the hunt for a pair of sunglasses, <gasps> and I finally found a pair. They are the Celine Triumphs. You're interested in the Celines. I'm still I hanging out here. Bought them. You bought them on the weekend and the belts. Yes. 
Brookie. I know, just a little treat. But there were two items that I felt were missing from my sort of my styling Hot. pieces. We needed a belt. We needed a belt. I wore it, on, wore it on the trip, loved it. And the sunnies are a great shape. They really... They're very beautiful. Yeah. I still really want you to be rocking out in those Dior... Oh, yeah, those crazy sunnies. Or the Versace sunnies. Yeah. I'm a big sunnies gal. Yeah, they elevate any look. If you have a new pair of sunnies, it can really just breathe new life into your wardrobe, I find. And they're within my budget. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On any given day, I can probably maybe buy a pair of sunnies. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted to put up as a recommendation this week. Hello. It's just I tried to pack quite lightly, which if you know me is hilarious, but I tried to pack quite lightly in the skincare department and not overdo it for my trip. Um, And I'll put up a picture of the products that made the cut, but there are just a couple of staples that I found like can get me through any scenario. Uh And it's the Aspect Phytostat 9 Moisturizer. Yeah. It's daytime, it's nighttime, slather it on the plane. It's the perfect moisturizer and it's really great if you do have sensitive skin or skin that's likely to get irritated if you're flying, traveling, whatever. Yeah. So the Aspect Phytostat 9 Moisturizer. The Aspect Gentle Cleanser as well is in that same category for me. I just know that it's going to do the job after a flight make you feel nice and fresh but not irritated. You love that too. Yep, I love that too. Um, what else did I take? Ooh, the Cosmetics HA, the Hyaluronic oh. Acid. I know you've been looking for a new Hyaluronic Acid. I've, I'm, I'm now out and yep. I'm not even buying a replacement because I just am too afraid. I just need to buy SkinCeuticals again. Yeah. Skin, uh, your Cosmetics, I'm SkinCeuticals. Yep. There's no difference in price points. You just kind of have to go with what I works for your this, skin. Yeah. I don't want – even I think some of the bees that they put in hyaluronic now are too active for my face. Yeah, and sometimes it's nice to just take it really back to those basic products that you know work well, aren't going to irritate you. You can't be doing too much when you're on a trip in the no. skincare department. Um, I've recently been trialing a new cleanser. So oh. I love your Aspect Cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was wanting to try – the, how do you pronounce it, Kors, Oh yeah, the Greek yogurt the Greek one. yogurt one. I used to use that. It I smells quite nice. 2015, 2016, I was all about the Kors. I loved it. I don't know why. I think I just got bored and you know how I get with skincare. I just want to try the next best thing all it, the time. It like lathers, is creamy, smells kind of like honey or vanilla or yeah. yogurt, I'm sure. Like a breakfast. It's the only breakfast yogurt that it's you're interested in. You need. Yeah. Um, and I'm <laughs> using it at nighttime. And it's like so beautiful. Sometimes when you use those like for dry skin cleansers, they leave more of a film. Yeah. And then you use a deep cleanser and you, you my face is like bleeding afterwards. This is like what I think most people mean when they say it cleans without feeling stripped. Okay. The Corez Greek Yogurt Or the Aspect Gentle Cleanse. They're both beautiful. Both probably have a place in the routine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're running a little bit shy on time today. You know, the girlies are just trying to get it done. We're in between. I've just come back. Alana's got to go. This is our only window to to record, so we're making it work. Yes, we got to wrap it up. Um, last last notes, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. 
little reminder for the people about book club. Okay. Uh, so book club we're so excited for. Mm-hmm. This is, it's all we're talking about. We're trying to come up with all of the ways to make book club like exciting, engaging, easy to participate in. Um, we're trying to figure out the best time to like launch a new book, wrap up an old book, how to capture everyone's reviews and, and showcase them. Yep. So we'll work on that. For now, we know that there's still a couple more weeks to read the book. Mm-hmm. One or two. We'll work out the dates and we'll put it on the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then before we do the review for this book, we'll announce the next book just so that it's not too much in one go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The listeners if who are finished can get a head start and yeah, then we'll get into the review episode, which I'm super excited about. My biggest hope and prayer is that all of our book club members who we love feel like they can share their voice and we'll make really accessible ways to do that so that it's not some like awkward thing yeah we can do comment box we can do a voice memo oh yeah yeah send us a vid yeah or just participate in the story comment box send us a dm we'll put options out there so you can choose your mode of contribution what suits you best and where you feel comfortable so everyone can have a have a say and this is the thing i'm most looking forward to because i know that your review is already going to be so vastly different to mine yes Oh, spoiler alert. Okay, let's wrap it up. Uh, The girlies are out. See ya. Bye. I'm going to be close to my microphone so I don't get yelled at in the editing process.